water retention, sleeplessness, and what really happens to our bodies while we rest. Join the good doctor as he takes us through how water weight and inflammation play a crucial role in weight loss, how long it hangs around, and how to weaponize this inflammation and water retention without restrictive dieting, even if you've tried everything in the past. Roll the intro! What's up, gang? This is Dr. Trevor Cashy here in the inaugural Coffee with Cashy video series. Is that what this is? I haven't really decided yet. In either case, I started screwing with this thing at like 3.30 in the morning, and now it's like 3.50 something, which tells you just about how useful I am without Mrs. Cashy around. So cheers to her getting her beauty sleep right now. I decided to wake up because I guess that's what old dudes do now. And I weighed myself, as you do when you're part of this program and you like to measure things and then make informed decisions and then learn stuff from it. And I weighed in, like, I weighed in super duper heavy, like way heavy. Like I, I, I weighed in really heavy. <laughs> I weighed in like six and a half pounds heavier than yesterday. And, uh, I know some of y'all know what I'm talking about and probably how that feels. So I'm, I'm going to discuss a little bit about what that means, why that's the case, and what y'all can do about it. Okay, so I'm a little bit of backstory here because I think that's important. Context is key. It's that I moved here. I'm in Texas right now, for those of you that don't know. That's why I have these wonderful wooden shutters because that's obviously indicative of a person living in Texas. Look. Oh, Beautiful outside. See, beautiful outside. Proof that I'm in Texas as well. Not in a bomb shelter where I painted something that looks like it may be an outside outside. In either case, I got here and I started training with a good friend, Alex Hormozzi, and I blew up like nearly 30 pounds right? We were training like madmen, eating pancakes every day. I was feeling good, got super strong because that's also what happens when you train every day and eat a lot. And I, I wasn't really, you know, paying a heck of a lot of attention. And when I do that, I tend to, I'll just say I'll grow because that's, that's a, if I say I'm a growing boy, then that makes it easier to justify my food choices. Sometimes I think in either case, I ended up blowing up like 30 pounds, very strong neck twice as big. That's actually why the neck in this shirt is so huge because that's how my, that's how big my neck was. So over the last, I don't know, couple of months, I decided to deflate back down a little bit. Okay, so I'm down like 19 pounds of those 30 pounds. So I'm down like to a svelte 238, all right? And I managed to keep everything here. That's where all my excess gets stored. So I weighed in this morning after walking around at like 237-ish. I was like 244 and a half or something crazy. 244 and a half. And man, those feelings of getting on the scale and having a weight spike, they don't really go away. Now, the difference is that with me, they don't affect me very much. I can laugh at it. And that comes with, with time and getting kicked in the gonads once in a while by things like that. But I want to discuss why. Because I can't. And now it's coffee with cashew. And now there, there's an excuse. By the way, I really hope this microphone stuff works. I have no idea. I'm sure... 
y'all friendly people in the comments will tell me if something's up. I took some I took some notes, okay, to discuss why I think this is the case. Number one, I woke up after like five hours of sleep. And if there's anything that'll cause weight gain, it's that. There's a few reasons why. But number one, if you're not getting enough sleep, you are going to be heavier. Now, are you going to be fatter? That's up for debate. Does, is, it, is it gonna be good for building muscle mass and losing fat? Not really. Will chronically low sleep probably lead to fat gain? Probably, but in, in the acute, like day to day, I didn't get much sleep. And so weighing in a little bit heavier makes sense to me, okay? After that, I trained pretty hard yesterday. And so, you know, I train hard and easy in waves. Yesterday was a pretty hard training session for me after quite a few days off. And so if there's anything that's going to cause some weight gain, it's going to be inflammation. And what causes inflammation? Getting injured. And working out in the garage gym and beating the crap out of yourself is not terribly different than like, oh, my God, Dr. Cashy, your body got hit by a bus. Let's inflame everything and retain some water to protect you. Okay, so hard training is definitely going to cause some weight gain, especially acute hard training. If you're training super hard every day or consistently, you're going to be consistently retaining water. It'll just be that new baseline for you. So that combined with no sleep. Next, I ate all sorts of whack-ass food yesterday that I don't really normally eat for whatever reason. It was Sunday, doing some cool stuff with Mrs. Cashier. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go hog wild on things like dairy and wheat and cabbage and beans, right? All perfectly fine food choices, obviously. No problem with them at all. However, I do have sensitivities to those foods. My calories were still on point. Okay, my macronutrient distribution was still on point. But does that cause significant weight gain if you eat foods you're sensitive to? 1000%. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. But eating wacky foods, definitely, I'm, I'm putting this, I'm, I'm drawing a sideways line in here to attack this later. Definitely something to keep in mind in terms of weight gain. Is this fat? No. Is this acute weight gain from fluid? Yes. The next step is inflammation generically. Now, my knees hurt this morning. Typically happens when <laughs> I don't get enough sleep and have wacky foods. Like this is why we have that awesome power foods list to keep things from that happening, like that from happening. Inflammation causes fluid retention and weight gain. Okay, let's get my whole shiny head in here. Yes, this is what happens, great. And along with me going to bed a little bit later than normal and waking up at three in the morning like old dudes do, that also means that one, since I ate a little bit later, I went to bed a little bit later, that means I'm still full of poop. Now, Mrs. Cashy might say I'm full of poop for other reasons, but in this case, I am still literally full of poop. This is very important to consider for everybody involved here. I ate a little bit later. I woke up a little bit earlier. I still have, I still have chyme and bowel in gastric transit. Okay, fancy science words here for everybody. If you eat three pounds of food and, and most of it's water and fiber, and you wake up in the middle of the night and weigh yourself, you're gonna be three pounds heavier because there's still three pounds of stuff inside of your digestive tract. 
Okay, and that's probably the case. I was really hungry last night. And again, my calories and my macronutrient distribution were still good. But if you eat a whole head of cabbage and it's four pounds, there's four pounds of stuff in you, even if it's 99% water. It just so happens that fiber keeps all of that water, keeps all the water intact. It keeps all the water trapped, all right? Now, last but not least, I may or may not be fighting some sort of upper respiratory infection, which my grandmother would call the sniffles, okay? I do have some allergies, that's for sure. Today, I was like, ooh, I don't know if it's allergies or being sick. It's probably a combination of both, and it may or may not turn into some sort of full-fledged infection. But if you're getting sick, that is also cause for some systemic and local inflammation causing weight gain. So all things considered, I woke up freaking like seven pounds heavier than I did the day before, but all of my calories and macronutrients were in check. And here is a laundry list of reasons why I probably ended up gaining like 3% of my body weight overnight. I haven't checked my blood pressure. I definitely don't want to, but what I can tell you is a couple of things. One, that this was all fluid. It wasn't any fat at all. How do I know it's not any fat? Because I hit the same amount of calories that I did in the days preceding. Now, will this hide any fat loss? 10,000%. And so since I gained like seven pounds overnight, how many days do you think it will take for that six or seven pounds to come off? Honestly, according to my calculations, I did some fancy like doubly labeled water experiment biochemical calculations a while back. Basically, what I came out to at the back of my hand is that it takes like between nine and 10 days for all the water to fully circulate inside of your body. This is kind of like saying, oh, you like all of your skin gets restored every seven years or whatever, right? Same sort of principle. You have what's called a turnover of fluid. So if you drink a gallon, you pee a gallon out, yada, 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 how much time does it take for all of the water to circulate out? Between nine and 12 days. So if you gain a ton of water overnight, you can expect that to be bleeding off. That's kind of a morbid word, but bleeding off probably over the next, honestly, 10 days to two weeks. And here's what's interesting is that I'm going to maintain the caloric load I had and the macronutrient distribution I had, and I'm going to be heavier for the next two weeks, way heavier than what my previous averages would have indicated I should be. However, when all that water comes off, I'm actually going to end up significantly lighter and leaner than I was before I gained all of that water. Now, why is that happening? That is because even though I've retained a ton of water, I'm still losing fat because they're completely separate processes from each other. They're completely separate. And this is something that I think is super important to know is that one, there's still coffee and this is coffee with cashew. But two, okay, I put on seven pounds of water overnight. That sucks. Now I'm still burning calories at the rate I was before. And so there's a separate biological process for the water to get circulated through my body than there is for the fat to be combusted inside of my mitochondria, the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> and so this is why after a lot of times where you might do something crazy, you go out to eat, do something nuts, gain a ton of weight overnight, and then tighten things back up again, that nine times out of 10, by the time that, by the time your weight settles, you settle at something significantly less than you were before. That is what is happening, okay? 
I hope that is super helpful for you guys because it's something I have to remind myself with consistently for people that weigh yourselves every day and see these peaks and valleys and spikes and troughs and nadirs and whatever other funny science words there are to describe graphs in a situation like this that when you gain a ton of water weight overnight, when you stick to the plan as it is indicated, when all of that water weight circulates off, like I said, between, okay, I'll just, I'll be a little more vague here, between seven to 14 days when that water comes off, your weight's gonna settle at a lower, leaner weight than it was before because gaining water and losing water and gaining fat and losing fat are two completely separate processes. And I hope to goodness you guys found that valuable. You guys have a wonderful morning. Want to continue having coffee with Dr. Cashy? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you, and see you next week.